du 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 to the Lessons with Lovely Singer podcast. I am your host, Lydia Lovely Singer Harrell. In today's podcast, I will be discussing your mindset. And we could go all over the place on this topic, but for this particular instance, I am talking about how singing is all in your head. It's mental. I say to a lot of the students that I work with that singing is 80% mental, 80%. It's all what you think. Can I hit that note? Can I sing in front of people? Do I sound good? I don't sound good. I sound horrible. I can't sing in front of people. I can't hit that high note. When you make that decision to say the negative, you have a higher likelihood of not doing it. So imagine the opposite. If you are thinking positively, genuinely thinking positively because you can easily say I'm going to do this and still be thinking you're not and that's really hard to do and we'll get into how you can reverse that a little bit later here have you ever been singing in your car and your favorite song is on and it gets to this high note and you suddenly drop to an octave lower or you try to hit the note but you've made this odd awkward adjustment to yourself right before and it squeaked or did some other weird sound you've never heard before or maybe you had and you just you don't like it everybody's done that so the first thing I will say is don't be hard on yourself everybody does it even your most favorite singer out there has done some weird squeak or some weird adjustment where it didn't quite come out the way it was supposed to <laughs> it's about tension when you are stressed, when you have negative thoughts going through your mind, you have stress and then suddenly everything that helps the whole singing mechanism becomes tense. I won't get all into what is inside of your uh, vocal area, your vocal cords, the larynx and you know all that stuff. That's a, that's a different podcast. <laughs> but I will say that your mindset, in my opinion, is equally as important as how much water you drink to keep everything lubricated. It's also about, think about this, you could tense your entire body up and then when you, when you loosen it, you could still feel that tension a bit, so it's still there, even if it's just faint. So you could stop thinking those negative thoughts, but there's still this like lingering thing. How do you get out of these negative thoughts? Let's talk about that, let's go to that. So. What I do, because I'm going to be very honest with you, I have negative thoughts often. But what I do to overcome them is meditate. And I know that sounds kind of cliche or kind of hippie or whatever. <laughs> but you do, you need to meditate. Meditation calms the entire body without you having to fall asleep. And I know some people meditate and do fall asleep, and that's okay. That really is okay. If you needed to sleep, your body must have been telling you that. Like, yeah, we need to go to sleep, so we're just going to do that. And that's okay. Your whole body relaxes. And that's what you need. You need 
your vocal cords to not tighten at all while you're singing, but definitely not right before that scary note, right? Right before that high note. Oh, I want to hit that note, but uh, you know, and it just comes out a big squeaky weirdness. <laughs> so meditation is the first suggestion. You can do it for free. You don't need to buy anything. You really don't. All you have to do is sit up nice and straight with, you know, a chair or, or on a sofa that has a back on it so you don't lean, you know, back and fall or something. Well, there's other t- um, other ways of meditating where you don't need that. But if you're not used to this, if you're new to meditation, it's probably best to have a back on your chair or something for you to be able to lean up against to some degree. But you do want to be straight. And you close your eyes and you just breathe in and out. You just... It doesn't have to be in through the nose, out through the mouth, but it's okay if it is. And you start to listen to that. You listen to what it sounds like going in and what it sounds like going out. And then suddenly you start thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner. Wait a minute. What? Okay, okay. Okay, I know what I'm going to eat for dinner. Take another deep breath in. And then out. And then. Did I leave my keys in the door when I came in? Wait, 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 wait. No, they're right there. I see them. Okay. I know I'm being silly, but honestly, that's what happens at first. A lot of things come into your mind, you know. Oh, did I pick out my clothes for tomorrow? Did I wash the laundry for my kid? Whatever, it could be anything. Is it sunny outside? Because, you know, maybe you didn't look outside yet. You know, um, anything. And it could just pop into your mind. And sometimes it's the most random, weird thought, too. Like a movie you like, or something your mother used to say to you when you were younger, or you, you, don't, you thought about a friend that you haven't thought about in years. They just, it just pops into your head. It's, in my opinion, and I'm, I, you know, I'm no expert at meditation, I'll be honest. But uh, so I may be um, stating something that's already a fact, um, but I feel like meditation. Well, I know meditation is clearing your mind, but I feel like when those minds, when those minds, <laughs> I can't speak today, you guys. When those thoughts come into your mind, I feel like that's just its way of cleansing. It's like you finally were able to be quiet enough in your mind to have that friend pop up in your mind like, oh yeah, I need to call, you know, so-and-so. I haven't heard from from her in a little while, so yeah. And then you let that thought go. You can do that. You can let it come in and let it go. Don't get mad at it. Just let it in and let it go and just keep paying attention to your breath. You could do this for three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, even an hour if you have the time. But it's a really great exercise in beginner meditation. If you need someone to talk you through it, there are some apps available, but they cost money. I think I think the one uh, that doesn't is Headspace, but I think it does have some in-app purchases. And then the one I use is Calm, and this is not a sponsored um statement I really like calm I just like it I didn't even contact them and be like maybe I should have them sponsor me maybe I'll do that next time 
<laughs> but Calm is a really great app. It has a lot of guided meditation and bedtime stories and things like that. So I really like using that. I don't mind paying money when it's investing in myself. Now that's not a slight at you. There was a time where I wouldn't have been able to afford an app like that. But you know, I have a job, I work, so I spend the money on myself because I need to relax. It's really important. I fall out of practice with it, but it is really great if you can find some time to do it every day. Um, the guided ones are helpful. They have a timer on them and the person that's guiding you through it doesn't talk too much. They talk just enough for you to know what you're supposed to be doing and how you're supposed to be feeling. I'll never forget once I had to, I had a health scare where I had to run to the hospital and I was really stressed out. I'm okay, by the way. And uh, when I came home, though, I was so tired and I turned on my um, Calm app and listened to a, a nighttime one, one to help me go to sleep. And I was so deep into the meditation that I felt like hands came out of my phone and gave me a massage. It was, it was weird. And after I was able to, you know, move and wake up from it, I really did pick up my phone and stare at it for a minute like, what? <laughs> so you can get to a very relaxed state if you're really into it. But even if you're not, even if you can't get that get those thoughts out of your mind, all those random thoughts, just the practice at all or of trying to do it helps tremendously. Another way to help calm yourself is yoga, which is similar to meditation, except it is more physical. I know what everybody, most people listening probably already knows what yoga is, but I will tell you my experience when I first went into a yoga class I left and sat in my car and cried for about five minutes. <laughs> I was like, I just found something amazing. And it was, it was awesome. And if I messed up, I just got back up and nobody laughed because they were all kind of focused on themselves, you know, and, and not in a selfish, like focused on yourself. They saw me and, you know, the instructor came over to see if I was okay. But other than that, there was no discussion about it because that's what it's about. You're learning how to do balance. You're strengthening your core, but you're also the whole time breathing in a very similar way to what I was just talking about in that meditation. So I don't know if I'm making any sense to all of you. Some of you, I know I've spoken to many people that I say meditate and they're like, that's some work. So they probably are not listening to this part of the podcast by now. They're like, yo, this girl, She's still blah, blah, blah about this meditation. Um, it's really okay if you don't believe it. There's other ways to do it without even thinking about meditation or yoga. You could just go for a walk. Do something that makes whatever that tension happen. Just chill out. Go for a walk. Uh, some people go to the gym and lift a bunch of weights and run and do some really sweaty stuff. And then, you know, they feel better. Do something physical or at least meditate. Um, and that helps it. It really does. I feel like after I have meditated in the morning, later in the evening, I just feel ready for it. Way more ready than I had, I would have been if I had not. And I'm not saying that I can't sing through the night if I haven't meditated, but it's just been very helpful for me on the times when I did. So I hope that helps you. 
I hope you give it a shot. Give, give meditation a shot. Give yoga a shot. Or just go for a walk. Just do whatever it is you can do to help calm yourself before hitting that note. The next part of that, though, is... Because you could get yourself nice and calm and still tense yourself up right before. So during meditation, I'm going to go back to that. During that, you can also be in your mind saying different affirmations. I can sing that note. I do sing that note. You know, I'm beautiful today. I'm beautiful every day. You know, so that way when it's like, oh, are we having chicken tonight? Comes into your mind. You can be like, okay, yeah, chicken. Uh-huh. Okay. I can sing that note. You see what I mean? So you're, it's like you're training your brain to stop that. Stop throwing me negative stuff. There's enough negative in the world. We don't need it coming from ourselves. <laughs> so I hope that helps all of you. And I'm looking forward to the next podcast episode. I'm not sure what I will be discussing yet, but I do know that it will be next week. Um, I'm still deciding on whether or not I should release the podcast on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. To This week it was on Tuesday, but uh, next week it might be on Wednesday. I'm not sure yet. Up next, we have the I Want to Be a Singer Q&A segment. I want to be a singer. I want to be a singer whoa, whoa. For today's I Want to Be a Singer Q&A I have a question from one of my Instagram followers and old school friend Steve Jones He asks I haven't made time to practice. Are there exercises I can do in the car to get practice and build my voice back? I want to sound like me, not look like an imitation of a person who originally sang the song. And I get what he's saying. Um, Sometimes people want to sing exactly like what they're hearing. Like you hear a Whitney Houston song and then you want to imitate exactly what Whitney sounded like, which by the way is very hard to do. He wants to sound like he's singing a Whitney Houston song, but sounds like himself. And that makes plenty of sense. That's actually two questions in one. So I'm going to touch the first one with um, what can you do in the car to help build your voice? Right, because it's hard to have time when you're, you know, working and doing all the adulting. (laughs) When you are adulting, it's hard to practice. And goodness, I mean, when you are being a teenager, it's hard to uh, because you end up with lots of things to do. But we can make time for it. And as adults, we can do that in the car, like he was asking. So what I do is I hum on the lowest note I possibly have. And for me, it's pretty low because I have a low voice. Um, But it's just, you know, wherever you can go, but just make it low. This isn't supposed to be pretty. It's almost like you're chanting, but you're not because you stay on that same note for a while and you just hum. There's no vibrato. No, no, don't do all that madness. Just do it for a while. However long until you run out of breath, take a new breath and do it again. Do it for as long as you can. Um, If let's say you have an hour drive, do it for like 20 minutes. Really, 
just hum. And then what I do is the siren, or for me it's waterfall because I only go one way sometimes. So for waterfall, it's like, oh, and then you, you know, from the bottom go back up. It's kind of late at night here, so I'm trying not to get too loud. So excuse me for not doing that properly. But um, yeah, that's what I do. I hum for quite a bit of time. Check my voice with that because if if you shoot for the top note or top part of your voice to do that drop for the waterfall, and it just comes out a big bunch of, <sighs> then you don't have a voice, and you should probably be quiet for a bit, lubricate, drink some more water, drink some tea. I'll talk about those types of things, maybe even next week about what you should and shouldn't be drinking. But um, definitely water. Water is what you should be drinking. And uh, so just drink lots of that and rest your voice and then try it again. Hum on your lowest note. Do that again. See if you get something. And then you go into just real basic uh, types of exercises. Lip trills are real popular. I don't like them that much, but they really are very helpful. And you can just do it on anything. But sometimes your little my nose started to itch. If you can't do the lip trill, you can roll your R. But you want to do it lightly because what you're also trying to do is make sure you're breathing properly. Part of warming up is warming up everything, making sure you're breathing properly, making sure you are waking up both sides of your range. Then you do different exercises to work on the weaker parts of your voice, whether it be in head voice or the break into head voice, the your belt sound, your lack of not or your <laughs> some people only belt. So whatever that may be, you do different exercise to work exercises to work on that as well. I may have to do a whole separate episode for that to, to, to discuss that, but you can do anything. And then you just uh, I do things from uh, soft to louder over time like with each exercise so you start with something like a hum and then you do an ooh and then you do an o and then you do an ah and then you're like ha you know by then so and what I mean by that is just like do that all through your range you know that kind of thing and then you go to things like um I love to sing I love to sing, I love to sing, just different things like that. You can make up your own. I used to do mine to different John Williams themes because I love Superman and E.T. and stuff like that. So you take a little segment and and just sing that over and over. Um, There's a guy on YouTube that made an entire diva vocal workout where it's different riffs from different uh, singers or different phrases from different songs and they're great they're excellent exercises and you want to dance when you're doing them too it's so cool um so there's many different exercises you could do but the basic ones are just hum on your lowest note do some sirens or waterfalls uh lip trills and then your vowel sounds ah, eh, e, o, u. There are some great apps out there for vocal exercises. YouTube is filled with people doing different ones. And honestly, as far as exercises go, nobody's wrong. You can sing anything. What's What some people may do wrong is maybe teaching you how to breathe incorrectly or telling you how to approach a note a certain way. That could be incorrect as well. So you have to be careful with that. But as far as just like 
the notes themselves, the arpeggiations, things like that, you can literally sing anything and warm up your voice. So I hope that helps. Mr. Steve Jones, I appreciate you putting that question in on my Instagram. For those who want to um, ask a question on I Want to Be a Singer, please do just comment on, uh, actually don't comment, send me a direct message and and that can be in Instagram or you can email me and then I will come on and talk about that. Just to touch on the other part of the question though, he did say, I want to sound like myself and not an imitation of someone else. Um, The best way you can do that Okay, what I do is if I find that it sounds like I'm imitating someone, then I start to, what can I do to change that? So if if my voice is sounding very much like, I don't know, Freddie Mercury, (laughs) I'm I'm saying the most outlandish things like Whitney Houston and Freddie Mercury because I just don't want to go into any kind of what who I may as myself sound like or who you may sound like but you could sound like anyone and the way to get rid of that is just think of what are the characteristics that made it sound like that are you shaping your vowels a certain way that's similar to them what can you do to make that not be that way and the best way is to just remember that you you are the best you speak it sing it and do it the way you would do it So I would say after you do all those warm-ups and things in the car, if you're still in the car, put your favorite song in and start to see what it is that you're doing that sounds so much like them. My next suggestion, though, is when you do pick a song that you would like to sing, stop singing with the person. Start singing with just the music or just a cappella, and you will have an easier time finding your sound. Again, thank you for your question, and I look forward to answering more questions. I will not limit my answers to the podcast. Um, I will do some of them on Instagram. In fact, because he asked it on Instagram, I will gladly go back to Instagram and answer it there. Um, But I wanted to make sure to get to the answer as soon as possible because I asked that question quite some time ago. What did people want to hear from me or what did they want to know about And that was before I came up with this idea. Oh, I should have a whole segment on the podcast called I Want to Be a Singer. And for those who aren't from where I live, uh, that's how we, that's how we, I'm from Michigan. That's how they talk here. (laughs) I want to be a singer, you know, and I know I'm being really mean. I love Boston. I've been here a very long time. So please do not take that as an insult. It's more of a, it's more love than anything. listening to the Lessons with Lovely Singer podcast. I am your host, Lydia Lovely Singer Harrell. Please follow me on Instagram at Lessons with Lovely Singer. Please visit my website, LessonsWithLovelySinger.com. I am also on Twitter. I am also on Facebook. Just search for me. I'm there. And again, I thank you and I look forward to the next one. Bye-bye now.